This is the Wrestling With Your Calling podcast with Dr. Conrad, Season 2, The Matters of the Heart. I'm your host, Dr. Conrad Davies. For this season, we're going to do a deep dive into the matters of the heart. Proverbs 20 and 5 will be our lead scripture. It says, The purposes of a person's heart are like deep waters, but a person of understanding can draw them out. I pray that we become a people of understanding who draw out the deep matters of the heart. I'm excited about what you will learn today. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, gang. Welcome back to Wrestling With Your Calling with Dr. Conrad, Season 2. Season 2. For those watching on video, I want to give you some ground rules about this season. You'll see a little timer up in the corner that I'm going to be doing some 15-minute blast for these sessions or talks over the next season. I kept getting the sense that I really needed to go deep in the areas of the heart. And going deep in the heart, what that looks like, if I use the scripture, Proverbs 20 and 5, to really mark this season. When I say Proverbs 20 and 5, I'm referring to, it says, the purposes of a man's heart, of a person's heart, is like deep water. And imagine the deep water like ocean. Think about how vast the ocean is, how much life is happening under the surface, how many things are going on in the ocean that we just don't see, how much stuff that's there. It's huge, huge. Some parts of it are miles deep. Certain parts of it are not very deep at all. And it's just a lot of activity. But the scripture goes on to say that here's the purposes of a man's heart are like deep waters, but it says a man of understanding, a person of understanding can draw them out, draw out these purposes. So I believe that God has given us capacity and ability to draw out the purposes that are deep in the heart. And I've asked the Lord many a times to say, Lord, will you make me a man of understanding? Just a man of understanding. I want to, I want understanding. And so what this season is going to be marked with is me offering you some tips and some things about um, things of the heart, matters of the heart, deep matters of the heart, things that you and I may have not wrestled with before. Um, some of it's going to come as a product of my life. Some of it's going to come from the scriptural things I'm going to be wrestling with. Some of it's going to come from uh, matters that are going on in culture and society that um, when we start to think about deep heart matters, we start to see that some of the things that we keep on surface and we talk about on surface are really not the matter, the issue, the focus on. It really is deeper things that are in the heart that we need to go under the surface and really get real insight. So I'm just going to talk a lot about various things of the heart. Uh, so those online that are seeing it uh, video, you'll see that it is um, there's a timer. I'm going to keep to that timer. That's the goal. And those that are just listening by podcasts and um, listening audio, um, you'll see that these uh, podcast episodes will be about 15 minutes or less this season. Um, I'm going to give a lot um, just in this, when I got the inspiration in the last two days, I've already sort of prepared seven um, podcast uh, episodes where I've just been talking, talking, talking about different areas of the heart. So um, I'm going to just Get you ready for a great season of a lot of things. My hope is that I'm whetting your appetite, getting you ready for some great things to come. 
Furthermore, I'm working on a book, and I don't know what the name of it's going to be yet, but I'm noticing all throughout Scripture the power and the things that are going on in the heart from the different departments, I call them. This, there's departments of our intellect. In fact, the Scripture paints a picture that a lot of our thinking, our memory, our reflection, um, our meditations are all in the heart. In our current Greek English-speaking worlds, we separate and say the mind or the brain. Well, in the Hebraic world, which is what the Bible kind of communicates from, all this stuff is in the heart, the thinking in the heart, the meditation of the heart, the thoughts of the heart. All these things are in the heart. Another department is the emotional department, the feeling department of the heart. And that's where we see all ranges of human emotion in the scripture. And we're going to process some of that stuff. Another department I'll call is the department of desire, department of desire. Uh, if I recall the right scripture, I think it's Psalm 34 or Psalm 37, but it refers to um, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of the heart, of your heart. And there's something beautiful about there's a desire place. And so sometimes in our heart, we have these desires that have been buried there and they may not actually be from God, but it's in that department. And we sometimes are wrestling with God because God has a desire for us, but we're wrestling with our own desires of our own heart that have been seeded and planted and watered and and you know cultivated by other things that we've looked at and stared at in our, in, in our cultures. Uh, so we've got so far intellectual department, the emotional department, the department of desires. I believe there's also a department of the will a will where we're willing to do things where many times all throughout the scripture, one of the things that made the Lord most angry was the stubbornness of the heart of the people, his people. When we have a stubborn heart towards the Lord, he, he gets pretty hot about it. We're not willing to do the things he said for us to do where we, where we can think about things like our obedience to the Lord. It's, we just made us be willing to do it. And it's almost comes across like a defiance. And that's just a part of our, our, our heart that is real. And these heart matters, though I'm talking about these departments, they all intertwine with each other. So hear me using conceptualizations of different departments, but there really is different, um, they all interact. So I'm speaking of them in sort of independence, but yet they're, they, they connect, interconnect. There's many other departments I could kind of speak about, but I want to, you'll hear me kind of call them heart departments and other things for the sake of just trying to give conceptualization of the facets, the, the elements, the parts of the heart. And it really points to where the scripture says things like the heart is deceitful above all things. Who can know it? I, the Lord, knows the heart and I reward a man according to what his deeds deserve. Um, we could think of things like the the the, the Hebrews t- four and twelve that say the word of God is like a double edged sword. It divides soul, spirit, joint, merit, marrow, ligaments, sinews, and it goes on to say it judges the thoughts and the attitudes or the intentions of the heart, the attitudes and the intentions of the heart, where there's heart intentions, there's proclivities, there's a bent and a way that the heart functions, and the word of God alone is able to judge that and to say, what really is the motive here? What is the intention, the attitude of the heart? Um, it, what is the thoughts of the heart that needs to be judged? So too often what we do is that when we don't look at the heart of a matter, the real core of why a person does what they do, this uh, what happens is that we look at their behavior or these things that come out on the surface 
And if we don't have the word of God as the examiner, as the judge, as the one who brings really deciphers what goes on in the heart, we can be fooled by people. And typically all of us are imposters. I've been an imposter. Um, you're an imposter. We've all sort of fooled people. We've deceived ourselves and we've deceived people because we start to justify the behaviors that we're acting in. And we say, well, I'm fine. I'm not treating this person that way. But in our hearts, it's real ugly. We don't like them. We have issues towards them. We may talk about them in our heart. We have certain feelings towards them when they come around. We don't really want to answer the phone or really want to spend time with them or really want to talk to them. We, 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 we're, just, we're stubborn towards what they're really asking us for. We're rebellious towards them. We're defiant. But on the outside, it looks like, oh, you're such an obedient person or, oh, thank you for doing this. Or we put on these perceptions that is... We can fool humanity and people because people usually see from the outside. However, God who sees the heart sees from the inside. So it reminds me of, um, and I'll start to end in this kind of introductory podcast that's going to get us started for the season. It makes me think of the story of Samuel the prophet, and he's been tasked to go and anoint David. And what's interesting in this process, it's uh, it's First Samuel, I think it's around chapter fourteen or fifteen. What's powerful about this? It's, it's in fact, it's chapter sixteen, First Samuel chapter sixteen. And interesting, look look what look what happens in this interaction between God and Samuel. Some of you know the story, but look how Samuel now goes into the house of David's dad. His name is Jesse. He had eight boys. Seven of the boys are present. David is out in the field. They they didn't call David to come to this meeting with one of the most significant leaders of the of the community. They didn't call David. So David is out at the field, but the seven boys and dad is at home. Now listen to what the scripture says in verse six of chapter 16 of 1 Samuel. When they came, Samuel looked at Eliab and he thought to himself, surely the Lord's anointed is before me. But the Lord says to Samuel, do not look at on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. And I want to process that with you, because too often our culture has trained us to look on the outward, the appearance, vanity what we see manifested behavior. Ooh, he looks right, man. He looks like a leader. He looks like he'd be this and that, and he looks da-da-da-da. But then here's the Lord saying very clearly to Samuel, for the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. So friends, I want, I'm trusting to be a man of understanding, according to Proverbs 20 and 5. I'm trusting that this season will be a season that will really, really bring you deeper below the surface of the ocean of your heart. I'm trusting that the Lord will um, open your eyes to things that I'm not even talking about. In other words, as I talk, I'm trusting I'm creating an environment for you to process. And then as the Lord communicates to you, you run with whatever he says to you. I am your brother. For those of you that are Christians, those of you that are not Christians, hey, I'm speaking from a perspective. And so, but it's for you to really go wrestle with what really is going on in your heart. And I'm trusting that the Lord will begin to reveal those things that are deep within your heart and give you understanding as he's given me understanding about certain matters of the heart and really reinforce this scripture that the Lord doesn't see as you see. He doesn't see as man, humans see. 
He looks at the heart. God looks at the heart while we look on the outward appearance. My biggest heart is that you and I will go deeper and say, let's stop looking on surface. Let's stop judging from what's outside and what's all around us and what we see and what we hear and taste and feel and touch. But let's start to let the Lord show us what he sees about us. Let me try to end with this in this first episode of this season. Is that what what I want to encourage you with and what I want to just even charge you with is that as you go along this journey with me, um, over these next how many of our weeks to months this may be, you go on this journey with me, I'm asking you to be very prayerful, to say, Lord, will you show me what goes on in my heart? Will you show me what's happening inside of me? Will you show me what you're trying to communicate? Because if you don't see as man sees, there are times in my life, Lord, that I'm looking and judging based upon what I see, but yet you may be doing a work that's below the surface of what I see, and I'm trusting you to reveal it, to draw it out, so that when I look upon what you reveal to me, I can learn to trust you through this journey of what goes on in my heart. So many things to share with you. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be fun. Um, I've given you, course, given you a couple of scriptures that's going to lead us. Proverbs twenty and five um, is going to be the the core thing. The heart of him, the purposes of a man's heart are like deep waters, and a man of understanding can draw them out. This First uh, Samuel sixteen is going to be a sixteen verse six is a thing to consider that the Lord looks at the heart, not as man sees, but he looks at the heart. I will even throw out to you Proverbs four and twenty three, where Solomon says, "Guard and keep your heart, for out of it flow the issues of life. Life comes out of your heart. Guard it, keep it, protect it." Even I'll throw out to you Hebrews chapter four and twelve that I said earlier. The word of God is like a double-edged sword. It divides, it cuts, it separates. But here's the key thing in that scripture. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. So let me start concluding is that David, I think, said it right. King David said it right. He said this. He says, I hide your word in my heart so I don't sin against you. And he goes on to say that this is Psalm 119. He goes uh, verses uh, 9 and 11. He goes on to say, I hide your word, so I hide your word in my heart, so I don't sin against you. And he says, "How can a young man keep his way pure but by living according to your word?" Here's what I want to emphasize as we go on this journey that I've learned, and here's where some of my conclusions are in this journey: is that the only thing that can unlock, examine, um, show you, help you to realize what really happens on the inside, happens on the inside of you, the only thing that has the capacity, the only key that can unlock what is in the depth of inside of you is the word of God. David says, how could a young man keep his way pure but by living according to your word? David says, I hide your word in my heart so I don't sin against you. The word of God is living and active. It does, it cuts, it divides, it separates, it judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. The word of God, I believe alone, is the only thing that can lead, guide, examine, search, teach, train, heal, restore, renew your heart. And I'm trusting that as we go further in this and as we get understanding, because we're going to be people of understanding, that the Lord will start to give you his word so that you can walk out the things that he has for you and find those deep purposes of your heart. I'm excited for you, friends. I believe in you, friends. Thanks for staying with me. Be sure to subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe, so that you can get the newest things that come out every time I post and upload. Peace to you. Take care. Wow, friend, I appreciate your support of this podcast. This season is powerful. 
and I hope it brings you loads of encouragement, insight, and hope. I hope you listen to these episodes repeatedly and share them with your friends. If you haven't ordered a copy of the book, you can do so at our website, wrestlingwithyourcalling.com. Also, I'd love to coach you. So reach out for a consultation through the website as well. If you have any questions or concerns, feel free to email me. All the contact information is below or on the website. And be sure to subscribe so that you're notified of the next episodes. I'll be putting out a lot of content this season. Remember, I want you to become an ace. Go be activated, cultivated, and empowered today. Until next time, friends.